Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, a.k.a. Adrian. And before I introduce my guest here, I just want to say it feels really good uh, being back on the podcast grind. You know, the previous three weekends, I was traveling to like Indy, to Dallas, to Chicago, going to uh, sporting events from the high school uh, championship games here in Indiana, to the Cowboys games in Dallas, to to Mavericks game, and then to a Bulls game, man. It was fun and all, but hey, I miss podcasting. And then from here on now, I'm going to introduce the guest. My guest here with me is Wade Melanson, a.k.a. Big Wade. Big Wade, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So, uh, guys, uh, Big Wade, I've known him since he was little. Um, his brother, Wes Melanson, and I are best friends. Shout out to Wes. And then me and Big Wade had some, you know, we hang out, like, you know, all the time as well. Have some good memories in the past. And then just like me, he's a good eater, right, Wade? Oh, yeah, I'm a good eater. Come on now. I'm an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You know the vibes. So, so Wade here, he's a freshman playing NIA college football at Indiana Wesleyan University. And, dude, how's it been since you've been back at home? It's been great, man. Going in grinding early in the mornings with uh, Wes and Webby, just trying to better myself each and every day. And it's it's great to be relaxing for a little bit, but also keeping the grind on. Uh, doing anything else special while you're back at home or just like just chilling relaxing getting your mind off a little bit of football right yeah just just recharging getting ready to go back for next semester cool so wade uh kind of want to take it back to you know the early days the valley football days so yeah wade here he was like an all-conference player he was always yeah known for that he's always you know known for pancaking guys and wade just tell me some of your uh, some of your accomplishments and your fun memories uh valley football so start with my accomplishments uh i was three-time first team ifca all-state which was i mean huge it helped me in recruiting and getting accolades and all that uh only two-time all-conference it's a little rough i made the all-valley offense to be on be on a be on a team with all the best players in the in the high school's history with people like tanner andrews ben shriver so many people that I looked up to growing up. It it's a very, very humbling and like I don't I don't know how to say, it, but that's that's probably my most favorite accolade is being on the all time Valley offense. That's awesome! What an honor! Congrats, Wade. And how was it being able to play with West, your brother? Because uh, West was a senior at the time, and you were a freshman. Tell me about that experience. That was a crazy experience, man. Going in there not knowing what's going to happen and. Getting the getting my first start against Northfield and just looking at my brother and watching him play those three years before I was there and just knowing what needs to be done, it uh it helped me. But there was I remember one play in particular. West got like a TFL or a sack or something, and I just smacked him as hard as I could because so I was so hyped and so amped. Cause it was like my second play in, and first time my big brother made a play, and he's like. Never do that again. From that point on, I never slapped anybody else in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, you, hey, you were in the zone. Come on. Oh, yeah, I was in the zone. And speaking about that, dude, your parents, uh, shout out Claudia and Pat, were just loving every second of that year, man. Yeah, it's it was a great a great experience, not just for us, but for them as well, to see their, their children who grew up to be, I mean, just amazing football players, still still playing football. Wes just, just finished his fourth year at Bluffton, and me just getting started, it's great yeah heck yeah how was it so so still talking about your freshman year like uh obviously as you know you uh coach mo was on the pod earlier 
He was? Yeah, he was. Oh, I need to listen to that. Oh, dude, you got to. So anyways, we were talking about Valley Football, obviously, and he was saying it was your freshman year where things started to turn around, and specifically, he was talking about the Bell game where they were like really good at the time. Uh, they were the favorites to win. It was at Valley, and you guys made a comeback, right? And pretty much, and then after we won the bell, he had you know his interview with Rita and like the other person I forgot. Sorry, but anyways, um, Tim Keefaber. Yeah, Keefaber. Shout out to him. Yep. And then and Rita was like, "I got three words to say. We are back." And pretty much from there on, you know, um, Valley was back to success. So Wade, how was it that you made an impact on that on Valley's recent success? Oh man, just sitting back thinking about just the bell game in particular i mean that last second touchdown those two insane catches that we had from both like jace potter and alex morrison just thinking about how the how the tables turned in that game alone is incredible like me being a special teams guy and a defensive guy at that point really set the tone for what we're going to bring in for the rest of the uh the rest of the time i was there and people always said, hey, it's going to be your class. Your class is blah, blah, blah. Great. And You were already calling it, right? Yeah. And and Coach Mo was is the be- well, probably the best motivator I've ever played for. He he just knows how to get his guys riled up. And when we walked in there, we were like, we're going to win this game. And I remember specifically the last play of that game where their quarterback just launched it like 60 yards in the end zone. And we just saw it slip through their receiver's hands, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we just won this game. And it was just the most surreal experience. From that point on, it kind of set a standard, a different standard than what we were used to playing at that time. And I wouldn't say I'm not going to take it all for myself. I was probably one of the, I don't know how to say it, one of the guys that, I mean, people looked up to, but everybody from scout team players to start other starters to special teams guys like everybody from that point on said hey we're gonna be this team and then we just kept progressing and progressing to go 10 and 0 and lose to mishawaka marion in our senior Senior, year but that was that was a great experience just playing four years at tipune valley it was it was a very humbling and great experience for me and for everybody that plays because once you're a viking you're always a viking that's really right that's true so wade I want to talk more about the senior experience because, like, yes, you went, um, you kept winning your sophomore year and junior year, and I believe you guys were like both seven and four, seven and four, your sophomore and junior. But let's talk about more about that senior year, man. Like, undefeated regular season, conference champs. Like, you guys had a heck of an offense and heck of a defense, just a good all around team led by your class, man. Just tell me more about the experience, man. With you know, your experience playing with uh, DJ Eastup, Braden Shepard, Jameson Virgil, and I can name pretty much many more. Yeah, man. Those guys, I mean, we're, we're, we're brothers forever. So there's no there's no coming between, like, what we did for the program and what we did for the whole community of Valley football. Like, Death Valley football surrounds the guys that are just willing to work and willing to grind every single day to, you know, kind of – put it in perspective like people say hey if you win the bell game you you have a great season but it's like at that point because we didn't have a bell game my senior year right with the COVID stuff. yeah so 
the just the amount of perseverance that we had to go through through that week. I remember going into the locker room, and they say, "Hey, practice is starting early. Go on the field. You guys have conditioning first, Which for me was like, "Ah, oh, man, here we go." <laughs> I, I I did not like the condition at all, and Coach Mo knows that. Uh, but we walked into the locker room after that, and they're like, "Hey, we're not gonna have a bell game, but we scheduled North Judson St. Pierre, and they wanted us as their homecoming." So let's go give them a party. Is exactly what Coach Mo said, and they did. They were they were a great team, and the theatrics they had there were amazing. We pulled up and we were in the parade, which was so such a surreal experience. You're like, these guys really wanted to put us in the parade. Like, we're right behind the parade. We're going through. People are throwing candy at us and stuff. And it's like, okay, great, but now we're gonna have to go out there and beat your team. Like, beat your kids, beat your brothers, beat your heroes, and then... Like, send them a message, man. Send them a message. All all fun and games to the to the whistle blows. And I remember the game. That was a good game. And they, they did put up a good fight, you got to admit. Yeah, there was... A, they had a... They had a few really good players. Uh, they they hit a, a kick return against us, and I just remember Coach Mo huddling us all up and giving us his little, ah, you got you to gotta <laughs> dig, you got to fight. And just... That from that point on, it was, it was all just, hey, we're gonna beat these guys into the ground as hard as we possibly can. What else? What else can you say about you know that whole senior year alone? Because like I said, that was such an historic season, like we had in a long time in in Valley history in football. Man, that 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 team is really special. Uh, younger guys stepping up: Dalton Albert, Wade Jones, Cam Mason, Nate Parker, just all all the guys that. You wouldn't like necessarily think contributed. Well, Wade Jones is Wade Jones. I mean, he had right. what eleven interceptions that year. Crazy. And like Dalton had a couple sacks here and there, but he made such a difference on our defensive line as a whole that it made everything run smoothly, and everybody knew that everybody was going to do their jobs. Like there was no doubt about it that. Me as a defensive tackle, I was going to do my jobs, and so was Alex Bailey or Evan Mash. And then everybody in the back, I mean, we had Rex, Braden Shepard, Hunter Airman, uh, Jameson, and Wade, and they, they made plays. They were playmakers. Like There was nothing that they could do that would stop them from making plays. It sounds like from your years of Valley, the trust was, was just right there, like forming around you guys. Yeah, I mean – you go to school with those guys every day. You you sit with them for hours and hours on day every day, and so if you don't trust them, how are you going to be a great right. team? You know, and that defense that year was really special. Uh, we had shutouts multiple times, and I mean, and then most guys playing both ways were like, okay, we just went on defense. We just we just got them three and out. Let's go score another touchdown. And I think there was one drive against Whitco where we scored six times. We got him taken away every time until we finally hit one, and it was just – it was so fun to just play football with those guys. And, and I know that you're never going to play with them again. It's just – it's heartbreaking, but at the same time, it's like, okay, these guys are great. Like, I trust them, and I know that when I'm gone, they're going to carry on the legacy of this program and help them become better. You know? what they did this past season. Yeah. I think they just had it. As good as year as you guys did the before, you know what I'm saying? Like guys many guys stepped up like Bailey, like Albert, you know. Yeah, they 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 really took took the standard and ran with it. I mean, 
what we set my junior year, especially when we when we sat down as as all juniors looking at each other, being like, "Hey, we're not gonna have this next year. Like, we're not gonna lose. We're just gonna go out there and we're gonna play." And I don't think we knew that we were gonna go ten and zero, but I just knew that we were know that we we're gonna go out there. We're gonna give it our best every single snap. No no snaps off, nothing. Just hey, from snap one. You're going to go out there and you're going to run them into the ground and then keep running them into the ground. And when the second teamers come in or the third teamers come in, they got to keep that standard to keep running them in the ground. Yeah, that's what uh, much was, Mo was pretty much uh, saying on the last podcast with them. And yeah, just like, like, like I said, going back to the, your freshman year at the Bell game, it just, that game shut the whole momentum for the program from going on there to nowadays. Yeah, I mean, the Bell game's special and just, that's such a tone setter. That that bell game was insane. I mean, it was packed. There was probably three to four thousand people there, and you know, you just have to go out there and show out. And if you don't, you're gonna lose. But we didn't lose. I never lost a bell game. I know that sounds a little cocky, but I never lost a bell game. And so that's something I get to keep with me that many other people don't get to keep. It's like, hey, I went three and zero. Should have went four and zero. They should have. But. At, at that point in time, it was like, hey, okay, now we're not playing a bell game. Let's shift our focus to North Judson and let's go see what, what we can do against these guys. Because they were a top-ranked team in the state in 1A, and we were a top-10 top ten team in 3A. So it was like, let's go out there and let's just give them something. So I think you touched on this a little bit, but how was it just, you know, losing to Mishawaka Marion, you know? Because Mo said, like, you know, give me, hey, give me a dry field. Give me dry conditions, and hey, I guarantee you it could have been a different outcome. Yeah, it, it very well could have been because I mean we we planned for the run all all week, and you know Caleb Lazugna was great, it was a great running back. Their offense line was stout. They had Greg Atkins Jr. at Atkinson Jr. at wideout, and like we weren't we were preparing for oh no we were preparing for pass, not the run. So we were preparing for pass all week, and then it goes out there and it's the conditions it is, and I mean you can't get a block, you can't get a, you can't get a shed, you. You try to tackle him and you just and you just slip. Like I was covered head to toe in mud after that game. And that game, I will never forget that game just because I could see the amount of effort everybody was putting in, no matter the outcome. Right. And that's just the that's just the Death Valley football way. Is hey, it doesn't matter if we're winning or losing. If you don't give your program this, you don't give this program your your hundred percent at all at all times. Something's not right. Right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's not Death Valley football, but. That game really shifted everybody's outlook on, hey, we're done with high school football. Like, okay, so if this person needs me, they have my number, they can call me. Like, we will ever be teammates and friends. So the fact that people say that that was like a bad end of the season, I mean, yeah, it sucks. We didn't win. I mean, like like Mo said, dry fields could have been a different condition, could have been a different outcome. But at the, at that point in time we weren't we were just thinking hey we're done now there's now we have other things to do mm-hmm. we have to get these guys prepared for next year so let's move forward to that so wade um before we talk about the recruiting process what's one thing the coach mo has taught you that you, you that you take with you today oh man never give up that's that's one of the things never give up and always stay disciplined i mean it was just a great great he's such a great motivator uh you can go back on like different videos on news channels and stuff and just listen to them and you'd be ready to run through a brick wall. Uh, but just never give up, like no matter what, like no matter the circumstances. Like 
like again the bell game i mean it sucks but hey we're gonna go out there and we're gonna show north judson who we are and we're gonna show the state of indiana who we were and so like just stuff like that is just like hey we're never gonna give up and we're gonna be here we're gonna be here until we die you know yeah i never realized how much he like liked that game that much but hey it's cool learning now so uh big wait so once sally you know your season senior season ends right how's the recruiting process going for you man like are you taking visits are you getting like emails letters like tell me all about it oh man i was talking with many schools amidst the end of my junior year and other schools i've reached out to coach mo and all this so when i when i like looked in the mirror i was like okay i'm going to be a college football player i need to find the right school for me i i went on i went on visits i went i uh received letters emails all this stuff sent out film uh just just became probably my own i don't know how to say this but my own like i I tried to sell myself more than anybody else would sell me for so it was like go to camps do this show them that i can move no matter how big i am i can always move pretty or fairly well so it was just like going out there and showing them that hey i may be big but i can i can do this and that and if you want me to pull I can pull but yeah the recruiting process was great I mean visits were fun seeing other guys there that eventually ended up going to Indiana Wesleyan with me was was great and yeah you just go there on game days and you're like oh my gosh this 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 school is great but how does it compare to the Indiana Wesleyans of the world this school is fun but nothing beats an Indiana Wesleyan game day yeah so just stuff like that you just gotta look at it from a like a different point of view than other people. So can you say what other schools were like talking to you? And then like, with that being said, like why I will at all the schools that were talking to you and were you close to talking to like, like come into like another school? Uh, I had a couple of D2 schools reach out like Finley and stuff like that. And then I try, I, I got a couple emails from Valpo, but nothing serious from either of those schools. Uh, any other NAI schools inside of our conference, the MSFAE. I mean, they. It was, it was fun going there, but you just walk into IWU first home game in two years uh, against Valpo D1 school, coming in there unranked, just a bunch of dogs ready to go. And when they beat them, it was just like wow, like this team can win championships, and nothing just compared to IWU. The campus is great. They have a Chick-fil-A on campus, which really helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, dining hall is okay at times. Most of the times it's just, hey, just eat what they have and you'll be okay. Right, yeah. But, yeah, IWU I is a is a spectacular place. There's air conditioning in every dorm. Uh, you don't have to do communal bathrooms. You really only share it with two other people. That's not bad at all. With you and your roommate, two other people. So, overall, it's a, it's a great, great campus, great place to be, great people, Christ-centered. It's It's huge. So when you committed to um, IWU, did you get any scholarships or no? Or what was up with that? Uh, I was not offered a scholarship coming out. So I just, I really, I really went in and said, hey, I'm going to work for this. And I still haven't really talked about it to the coaches yet. But once spring ball's done, I think I'm going to talk to our coaches about it and be like, hey, can I just get a little bit just for, for me to say, hey, I'm a scholarship football player. But 
but that but scholarships there are so precious and like they're not like a big Division One school where it can be like, hey, you get a full scholarship, you get a full scholarship, you get a full scholarship. It doesn't work like that. No, you have to earn it. You have to go in there and earn it. If you if you didn't already, like, politic your way into getting one as a freshman, as, a, as an incoming freshman. So you really have to be really, really good to get a full scholarship at those schools, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, full scholarships are very rare to come by in the NAI. And, I mean, there's, no, there's only a couple guys that I know of on our team that are paying very little to go there. And I mean, they, they deserve, they deserve what they're getting paid. Yeah. That's crazy. This is interesting to learn about. Right. So, um, going kind of back, right. So like, how was it just moving away from home that you lived in your whole life, you know, and then send to like a campus, you know, meeting new roommates, uh, coaches, just like, tell me about that, you know, that process, that experience. Oh man, it was, uh, it was tough moving away from my family, from my parents and Wes and my dog. But overall, it was it was like okay, here I'm here now. Mm-hmm. It's because we go in early for camp, so it's like okay, we gotta sit down and grind. Now we gotta figure out who's who and who's gonna be where, and just overall trying to prove yourself to the coaches and trying to prove yourself to your teammates that hey, I'm willing to work. I'm willing to I'm willing to get to where I need to be in order to make this team better. You know, and it's a it's moving away is hard, but I mean we had a group chat and we could go in the summer and go to some some practices, like installs, get get the offense basically, and if you went there you were already ahead of the group and, and going into camp. So you go there, you make relationships, you find who's going to be your friends for the next four years. You know, and and overall it's a it's a great experience being able to go in the summer and being able to figure out like who's going to be where and where's going to be or and who's going to be like your closest friends and overall it's it's a very different experience in high school football you know and you you know those guys for your whole life and you go in there and you you just play an hour of football together but here you're like okay this dude's from California this dude's from Michigan this dude's from Wyoming okay now we just got to buckle down and get it you know and it's like we came from different backgrounds. There's nothing that can take that away. So let's just sit down and let's get ready to rock. Yeah, it's crazy how you say that because, you know, those in high school you go, you go class with them and practice. But in college, it's like you live with these guys, you know. You guys go meetings together, practices, study tables. Like, is that how you guys eventually bonded or what? Yeah, I mean, meetings were fun. I mean, especially when you have a coach that is – funny you know like we our offensive coordinators is, is a great guy and he, he he makes us laugh like every tuesday like there's just we go in the meeting and he's like okay we're gonna make jokes but after the jokes it's time to buckle down and, and try to fo- focus on who we're gonna play like if we're playing st francis that way he's like okay we're gonna we're gonna make a couple jokes here and there but this is big this is a big week like it's rivalry week Taylor's or, or Upland is rivalry week. Uh, Concordia, pretty much every school in the MSFA is our is our rival, just because we have, we get what they call the IWU treatment. Where, I mean, if you if you're doing well, you're gonna get a target on your back, you know. Uh, before we talk about more about like IWU football itself, uh, I just want to give a little summary about their season, so it gives them more context. So um, IWU they went 11-2 overall. They were conference champs for the first time in school history. 
They competed in the uh, NAIA Football National Championship, but lost, sadly, in the semifinal against Northwestern College. So, Wade, um, what was one of the first things you noticed of the transition from high school football to college football? The speed. The speed and the size of the guys that you're going against is just completely different. I mean, you go from playing scout team guys in high school to you're on scout team now. Like you're going to play. You're going from playing scout team guys in high school to being a scout team guy and playing against scholarship level football players, players that have been there for five years, four years, grown men that you're just not used to seeing. And it's 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 a tough transition. It's a tough. Uh, I mean, if you're not if you're not mentally strong enough, you're not going to make it. So that kind of woke, woke you up at first, right? Yeah, I mean, it was rough. The first couple weeks were terrible for me. Uh, missing home. Just going there and getting destroyed every practice, but after that, I kind of buckled down and was like, "Okay, hey, I'm here. Uh, I'm ready to play." And that's when I really started to turn my turn my uh, motor up a little bit and started to get ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, what was your main position? What were you in the depth chart? And yeah, what was your role on the team? Uh, so i I started out as a scout team guy. I played left guard, but uh, injuries kind of plagued our offensive line room, which which really sucked because I mean some of the some of the Iwu greats on the offensive line were were in that room, and it was. I mean, I know it's not hard to say that, but right. these are guys that I I watched at my game day visit. I watched them play Marion last year, and I was like, dude, those guys are those guys are sick. Like those guys can hit and play and and run through people. And then after all the injuries, I got moved up in the depth chart to the second team left guard. So I was now going against scouting defense as a backup. And it was it was a great experience being able to play beside, I mean, two of my two of my best buddies there, uh, Grant Foes and Ethan Stewart, and then Logan Penhollow also. They're my they're my boys. I mean, yeah. I ride with them, and they're 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 great guys. And uh, for the for the semifinal, I didn't get to travel for that game, which kind of sucked. Was it because like the guys that were injured injured earlier got? healthy eventually right yeah and they had to cut roster like they had to cut the roster down from like 75 to 57 because oh, it's the championship it's the championship yeah, games right. and like you you can't travel your whole squad you have mm-hmm. travel uh, maybe these guys will play that's how it is in every sport yeah, yeah. and i mean i'm grateful because i gotta go home and watch it with my family gotta watch football with my dad for the first time in like forever four right? months so it was it was it was a great experience uh but yeah, this season was really special. I mean, first outright conference championship in school history. I mean, you just can't really beat it. I mean, I wish we could have got a national championship out of it, but that'd been awesome, huh? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, hey, now we know where we can go. Yeah. Let's go another step further. Like you know your potential. So, um, so wait, is there like a JV there too, or is it just only varsity? Uh, it's varsity only. There's no JV. So, what was some of your favorite like memories? he made during the season uh some of my favorite memories are just sitting in the locker room and uh just going like being like okay yeah these guys are they're older than me but hey i mean they're still they're still dudes like we're all dudes just sitting in the locker room talking uh meetings were fun uh practices making jokes at practices uh sitting down with the guys at lunch and dinner and just talking to them about their life knowing their experiences and Getting to know everybody on the team was just great. 
So was it awesome hearing other people's like perspectives in life since they come from like, you know, other parts of the country, not just like uh, you're talking to a person in the 574, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's there was a kid, there's a kid on our team, he's from Russia, and I was like, you're from Russia? And he really? goes, yeah, I was adopted as a child, and I was like, because we have, we have flag stickers on the back of our helmets, and his was Russian, I was like, why do you have a Russian flag? He's like, I'm Russian, and I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, I was adopted. And it was just it was just a really cool experience sitting down with him and being like, so, how were you, like how'd you how'd you figure this out and like stuff like that and he just, and then other guys, other guys having trials and tribulations in in their life like, it was just a great experience learning from other people, and learning how people will, like sit down and put their head down and grind and. Just be like, hey, okay, I'm here to play football and I'm here to be a great, good, good student. So, how do I just become the best me I can be at this school? Yeah, it was like it seems like these new teammates around you made you a better player. Could you attest to that? Oh yeah, I mean, if I messed up, they'd be like, okay, it's fine, just go to the next play. And if they messed up, I'd be like, look, man, I mean, we've all messed up, and there's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it to change it now. But it was for the good. It wasn't you guys were trying to be like really, really mean, right? Yeah, I mean, it was just, it's just boys being boys, you know, right. dudes being dudes, uh, just going out there and playing football. I mean, there's nothing better you can do with your guys other than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Were you able to start during the season, or what was the best playing time you got? Oh, I was not able to start, man. I, w- I would be the last guy they'd start in the traveling group. But uh, I got I got in one game against Madonna, the, champ- the conference championship, and I mean, we just ran the ball probably 40 times, and so I was gassed. I knew everybody around me, everybody else around me was gassed, and I was like, okay, I mean, I get to play football. So yeah, at the college level, at the college level, in the snow for a conference championship, and it was just, it was just a a surreal experience seeing my my guys score and them running behind me on a on a counter play. It was just great. So, what are some things that you really like about college football so far, and what are some things that you don't like maybe don't like but just like eh, maybe a pet peeve uh some things i really like about college football is uh yeah i mean you actually get a program you can live with and it was it was great i mean going in there being like okay this is where you're gonna start out at this is where you're gonna end at and it was just it was just great i mean walking in there and realizing hey i'm I'm actually a football player like i'm i'm, I'm legit a football player again some people nobody else on my team got to say that last year so coming Coming in, I mean, the thing that I loved the most was just getting to know the guys and understanding how they work. And my 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 favorite thing to do is just sit in the locker room and talk to the guys, and and then realize, okay, these guys are they're humans. I mean, mm-hmm. though I though I like look at them like, oh my gosh, this guy's a freak. Like this dude is insane at football. And then they're you sit down with them and they're like joking with you they're 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 getting on you a little bit and it's yeah, just like oh guys. the guy dudes being dudes man yeah. can't beat it. Uh, one thing I dislike is is when they always tell us to clean the locker room. It's like dude, it's a locker room, man. But that's that's I don't I wouldn't say I dislike it because keeping a clean locker room it shows that you actually care about the yeah, program. It's yeah, Mark. yeah, but yeah, I mean it, it sucks clean, go after like a two hour practice and you mm-hmm. and you're tired and you don't want to do anything and you're just like oh, i gotta clean my locker you know it's just right. one of those things me be, me being a really messy guy it's it's really hard you are a messy guy <laughs> yeah it's bad <laughs> so wait 
like what are like some of the things you're learning the most of this whole experience so far? Uh, I'm just learning ball, man. I mean, I thought I knew ball going in there, but when you go into college football, you don't know ball. There's like way more. Like, can yeah. you explain more about that? Like, just like the offense is more complex at the college level, or just etc. Can you explain more on that? Uh, just just knowing like where guys are gonna line up against you and what to call if they don't. That really sucked for me because I didn't understand it going in there, and they just pretty much just threw me to the wolves. But I but I'm grateful for that because it helped me. It helped me learn. You learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And and I'm I'm grateful for every every experience I got this year, but yeah, just learning different terminology and different schemes and other stuff that you need to learn to be good at ball. It's like hey, you don't know ball going in there, and then when you walk out of there, you know ball, you know. Yeah, you got better without the season, which you loved, huh? Yeah, you made progression. Mm-hmm. So when you're playing college football, right? How are you managing this with school? Like, you know, did it hit you as well? Oh, just no. like the grind, your time management from high school to college. This semester was rough. It was terrible for me, uh, school wise. But now I know like how to do it, right. and now I know like what I need to do in time and what what can take a back seat, and what like so say a professor's only taking ten percent off for this being like two days late, and this professor's like if you don't turn this in on time, you're gonna fail it. It's different for yeah each yeah. professor. Yeah, yeah. The layback the layback ones are really cool. Yeah, so. I had to just, like, figure out, like, what, what to do and what not to do. And, I mean, it, it kind of screwed me a little bit. But other than that, this next semester, I, I feel like I'm going to perform at my highest academically. Because I'm ready, to, I'm ready to buckle down and get it done. Yeah. You might as well. You're you're there. Um, I mean, I like your mindset, man. And then uh, what was going to say? I mean, I think that's just college in general. Whenever a freshman going to college, whether you're playing sports or not, it's just a big learning curve. So yeah, there's no worries, man. You're doing it fine. Yeah, it just it just kind of just hit me in the face a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. You kind of underestimated. Now you know. Yeah, now I know. So hopefully I can just sit back and buckle down and get it done. Okay, just keep learning. You know, you can't be uh, too comfortable, right? Yep. So wait, uh, what do you think you need to improve for next season, man? Like, what's your goals for next season? Uh, I just want to go in there and be a role player. Actually, see the field a lot more than I did this year and become a become a, a staple player in the offense and hopefully as time progresses I can start and I can be as great as an offensive lineman as I possibly can be and just becoming like taking on the persona of Indiana Wesleyan football and grinding and doing all this it, and it really helps I just need to get quicker as well and get my technique ironed out but after that I think I think we should be Smooth sailing. Like, you think you guys can be just as good as you guys were last year? Yeah, I mean, we're losing a lot of big pieces, but I, I, I put my full trust in the guys that are stepping up. Uh, just a bunch of players that are re- – a bunch of dogs that are ready to go out there and just eat mm-hmm. and, and play ball with their boys, you know. Heck, yeah. And then um, I had a podcast with Tanner Shepard, right? And then from his freshman year, he didn't, like, start – I mean, he didn't dress for varsity, you know. He went from doing stats – from like you know his freshman year to like going to senior year, leading the team in minutes. So you know, you know, it's um, my point of that is that success doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, no, nah, I I didn't go in there expecting to play, and I didn't go in there expecting to be the staple piece. I went in there saying, hey, okay, this is where I need to work. This is where I need to grind. This is how I get to be the best player I can possibly be. Heck yeah, heck yeah, you know, just gotta keep grinding, you know, and gotta stay positive, gotta stay dialed in, right? Mm-hmm.
So, Wade, um, is there anything else you'd like to say or ask? Uh, not really, man. I think you covered everything that we need to talk about and about college football and Indiana Wesleyan and Death Valley football. Was, I mean, it's hard not to talk forever about that stuff, you know? Yeah, you had a, a lot to say, man. I Hey, I learned a lot as well, like, you know, about the uh, playing at the NAIA level. I don't know why I struggle with that, man. It's a, I don't know. It's a tongue twister for me. But, Wade, it's time for the cheesy question of the day, man. All right, what is it? So today's cheesy question of the day is that since, you know, the holidays are coming up, do you still, be- do you still believe in Santa? Yes. <laughs> are you sure it's not Pat, Plot Twist? It may be Pat. I'm not sure. I I mean, they're they're both pretty pretty big pretty uh, big guys. But, but hey, as long as the presents are in the tree, you're not complaining, right? I mean, hey, when the present says from Santa, I'm like, uh, okay, it's from Santa, yeah, you know? You, you like those Eagles merch, you know, merchandise. The Eagles merch, baby. You know the vibes. Yeah, love it. And they're doing good, but... I saw, saw Jalen Hurts is like my like you know slightly hurt. Yeah, I mean he'll be ready for playoffs. Uh, they just need to win one more game to, to clinch a first round yeah, bye. Or a Cowboys loss, but or you know Cowboys loss. Fly Eagles well. fly. Yeah, I don't like the Cowboys if you can tell. I don't. I mean they blew out my Colts, so you know I'm not saying that thing. Sheesh. Yeah. What, hey, one question for you. Go ahead. What about them Vikings, huh? Oh, dude, I don't want to talk about it, man. Colts. Yeah, I give up on them. Oh man! Even though was... I'm seeing them uh, this come next Monday, uh, hey, at least I get to see Justin Herbert. He's a stud. Stud. So I mean, wait. I mean, thanks. You know, thanks for coming on, man. I, you know, I, you know, from the start, I wanted you to be on the pod mm-hmm. for a while, but you know, um, you were busy with college football. Yeah. But hey, I'm glad that we got to do this. Yes, sir. So, um, guys, uh, thanks for listening. You guys can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook. And have a safe and happy holidays. See ya.